You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Discover more about how Jesus is the resurrection and the life in week 7 of our series, Beyond the Signs. And we'll be talking about Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. It's actually a resurrection story. But as we start this story, I want you to look at this in the lens of of what is going to happen days after when Lazarus was raised from the grave, Jesus days after would die, be crucified, and will also be resurrected. So para tong prequel of what was going to happen to Jesus himself. This miracle is also the last miracle that Jesus did here on earth. Okay? And because it was the last miracle, he was going to confront his last and greatest enemy, which is death. Because when Christ is able to confront death, He can now proclaim to the entire known world, I am the Son of God. Nobody made a way for a dead person to come alive again. So that's why this is a very crucial signs and wonders that happened during the time of Jesus. Now, for the past six weeks, what we've been saying is signs and wonders are tools by God to deliver a greater message. The message is not just Jesus can raise people from the dead. That's a sign and a wonder for Lazarus. But there was a greater message he wanted to tell the people. And again, we look at John 11, which is another long chapter. So I won't go verse by verse. We won't have any time. It would be good to go verse by verse and look at every angle of chapter 11. But we'll jump off from verse 17. And as I jump off from verse 17, let me give you a background first. And then we'll pray. Okay? Background is, there was this man named Lazarus who was a friend of Jesus. They were close friends. In a way, barkada sila ni Lord, no? And Jesus was close with the sisters of Lazarus, Mary and Martha. Okay? Very famous Bible characters. They would go out together. They're good friends. Okay? In fact, in Scripture, hindi nagkulang, na sinabi doon, this is Lazarus, Mary, Martha, whom Jesus loved. Rarely do you get those verses in the Bible. Because it was saying that they were close to each other. And what happened was, when Lazarus was ill, was sick, Mary and Martha PM'd Jesus and said, it says here, gave a message to Jesus saying, the one you love is greatly ill or sick. Can you please come here and and maybe do your thing and pray for your best friend, Lazarus. When Jesus heard of this, ang sabi ni Lord, Nah, he'll not die. Instead, what Jesus did was spend two more additional days in Judea. Did not go to his best friend's house and say, No, he's, he's going to last. And stayed two more days. And after two days, they received the news Jesus, your friend Lazarus, is now dead. Jesus looks at the disciples and tells Jesus, No, he's just asleep. Oh, you mean he will recover? No. So the disciples couldn't understand. But for Jesus, what he was saying is, I had things to do here. I can't go to my friends. Aside at this time. Imagine more two days. You know, I love this message because this message shows to us that even though we're dearly loved by God, there will be times we'll be hit by things that are common to all men. We get sick. We get accidents. We experience calamities, trials, storms in life. Those are possible even to someone whom Jesus dearly loved. We're not immune to all these things because we live in a fallen world. 
and for Lazarus to be sick to the point of death, and now he's died, he died with Jesus not visiting him, it was kind of hard for Mary and Martha to receive. Kala ko ba friend mo yan? Hindi mo binisita. At sinadya mo pa? Madelay ng two days. That's why he is now dead. Verse 17, Now when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb how many days? Four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off. Now, when, when Jesus came, not only was Lazarus dead, he was dead for four days. He missed visiting the hospital. He missed the funeral service ng ilang araw. Missed the burial. And now his friend is buried for four days. Long days. Jesus was saying, I have my own timeline. I'm not late. In fact, be happy I'm late. Because I'm about to do something. This is what he said in John 11 in the first few verses. I'm glad he's dead. Imagine mo, no? Pagsabihin ng friend mo sa'yo, I'm glad Shell is dead. But that was what Jesus was saying. Oh, he's dead. Oh, I'm glad. Because of his death, the glory of God will be revealed. Jesus was about to do something far more greater than what has happened in the family of Lazarus. But for Mary and Martha, they couldn't receive that. It was hard, the emotion that they had with this. Now, Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off. What that meant also was, sobrang strategic ni Lord, sabi niya, no, I'll be delayed for a few days. Why? Because this was Passover. During the Passover, millions of people would come to Jerusalem. And when millions of people would come, and if you're just two miles off the tomb where Lazarus is, spoiler alert, ha, mabubuhay si Lazarus dito. Baka iba. Ha? Okay. Right. If Lazarus comes back to life, the news would spread like wildfire. And it would spread throughout. And it's just two miles of Jerusalem where everything, the Passover is happening. Millions now would get to see and encounter this God, this Jesus who claims to be God. So this was in his own timeline. Okay lang, deliberately, two days, kaya niya yan. Tulog, tulog lang yan. But they couldn't understand. The friends could not understand. And many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary remained seated in the house. Again, context ha, magkaibigan to. Hindi to acquaintance, hindi to pastor, member niya. They were close friends. So when Martha heard Jesus came, Martha said, I'm going to meet Jesus. Mary says, Gusto mong sumama? No, I'm staying here. Tampo. Tatampo siya kay Lord. Di ba? Kasi late si Lord eh. Mary remained and saying, I'm not yet ready to meet Jesus. But Martha went. Everything was done. The funeral, the burial, it was all done when Jesus came. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. A very familiar phrase. Lord, if you had been here earlier, if you were here two days ago, he might still be alive. Lord, if you've been here two months earlier, my loved one might be still alive. If you just showed up when we were praying as a family, 
Siguro hindi na ito yung past namin ngayon. But Lord, you're late. If you had been, how many times we prayed prayers like that? Lord, if you had been here, if you showed up, Lord, if you had exposed the man that I was going to marry, I'm not in this marriage now. Lord, you're late. But sometimes you have to be glad that Jesus is late. Martha said, my brother's now dead. If you had been here earlier, he would have been alive. But look at how Martha goes on after saying, Lord, if you had been here, the wrestling, the tension of her emotion and how she's trying to understand Jesus. But then she said, but even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Girl na girl, no? Bilis mag-shift. Okay? Lord, if you had been here earlier, Lazarus must, might have not died. But, but, but I know, if you pray, God will listen to you. You see the emotions that's happening. I'm not really just talking about girls, I'm talking about all of us here. Imagine, Lord, if you've not been, but I know you're going to do something. And I've experienced the same thing. This was years ago, four years ago, when my son was to be operated and he was a week old and they had to open him up. We were praying the whole time, Lord, come, Lord, heal. Called, texted everyone, thousands of people praying for my son until the very last minute where he's being entered into the, into the operating room. We were praying, Lord, sana pagbukas ng doctor. Wow, supernatural, hallelujah. Did not happen. Lord, if you have... But at the same time, but even now I know God, till the very last minute I'm holding on to you that healing is going to come. But it's not the answer that I was expecting in the same way for Martha. But Lord, even I know now, if you ask the Lord, God will do something to my brother. Here's what Jesus answered. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Now look at Martha's answer. Martha said, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Si Martha kasi theologian yan, no? Daming alam. It has been passed on to her. This is deep stuff. What Martha said here. This is the reason a lot of Christians who know their Bible have hope even in their deathbed. I've visited people who really love the Lord and they're about to die in a week's time and I come out of there, I'm the one crying. Why? Sobra ako na bless. But parang ang sarap mamatay. Parang ganun yung dating. Yung pagkausap mo siya, you know, binibigay ko na lahat kay Lord tapos nag-worship habang mamamatay. Why? Because as Christians, we have hope. He is our resurrection. And this was the promise in Revelation. Yung pain mo hindi tatagal. Bakit? Because one day when you die, you will have glorified bodies. In the last days, I will see whoever, my, my loved one who's died, who's also of the faith. Diba yan yung pang, ano natin, pang comfort natin? Makikita mo din siya one day. And this was what Martha was saying. Yeah, Lord, I know one day magkikita kami sa resurrection, sa last day with glorified bodies. Do kailangan ko muna mamatay para makita ko siya ulit. Right? And this was what Martha was conversing with Jesus. So in her heart, imagine again, what's going through her mind and her heart. Lord, you're late. Now my brother's dead. But I know God. I know God. He will come alive. One day. Hope. This is what we have as Christians. That's why we have Easter. Hope. You can't buy hope. You can't buy hope. You can't download hope. 
Hope is given to us by Christ. That's why a Christian who understands resurrection will live differently from someone who doesn't believe in the resurrection. And later, Jesus will challenge the very premise of if you really believe in the resurrection, this, your life would be different. So Martha said, on the last day, I will see Lazarus. And then Jesus answered, and this is the message. More than just raising Lazarus from the dead, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Again, Jesus declares an I am statement. I am what? The resurrection and I am the life. Two declarations for this miracle. I am the resurrection and I am the life. If I want your brother alive, he will be alive. Resurrection. If I want your brother dead and you're going to see him in the resurrection days, in the last days, it's going to happen. Why? I am the resurrection. I am the life. He who believes in me, though he dies, yet shall he live. This is eternal life. Ang Christian lang sa buong mundo ang kayang mag-declare, pag ako namatay, pupunta akong langit. Pansin niyo ba? And for some people, that's what? Bragging. Yabang. Holy. Kala mo, sino? No, it's not. When I say, when I die, I'm going to heaven, what I'm saying is, I'm acknowledging on my own, I can never go there, because Jesus is my resurrection and my life. Therefore, when I die, I'm going to heaven. Not because I'm so good, but because God is so powerful. He is my resurrection. He is my life. Jesus is telling all of us that I am your resurrection. I am the way anybody gets resurrected. You want a life that is eternal? You go to me. I am the resurrection. I am the life. You can't find it anywhere else. Only I could offer that. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. And then he looks at the disciples with Mary and Martha and said, Do you believe in this? Why ask that question the same way he asked in John 6 when everybody departed him? This is again another hard teaching. You see, religion today, all gods, not trying to offend anyone here, all gods human worship. You go to their tomb and the founder is still there. Only through historical evidence and and biblical evidence can you see that the tomb is of Jesus is empty. Walang debate that there was this Jesus who existed. Even atheists would say, yeah, there was a Jesus. Yes, it's all in the historical records. That's why we don't need to debate if Jesus existed. And I actually don't need to debate if Jesus resurrected because I'm a Christian. And so Jesus was saying here, I am the resurrection and the life. Do you believe in this? Because people will malign you. People will persecute you if you believe in this. I am the resurrection and the life. For you to say that you will be born again, people will laugh at you. Do you believe that I am the resurrection? Do you believe that only I can give you that life? So when he asked, do you believe in this? What he was saying is, is there anything radical happening in your life? 
Because if you believe in the resurrection, your life should be different from someone who doesn't believe in the resurrection. The very foundation of Christianity is now on this resurrection. That's why 1 Corinthians 15, Paul said, If Jesus did not resurrect, our faith is useless. You don't need to go to church. You don't need to read your Bible. You don't need to surrender your life to a dead God. Why? Why sing a song to someone who's dead? He cannot hear. Why go to church and worship to a dead God? This is futile. This is useless, sabi ni Paul. So, if you don't believe in the resurrection, no need to go to church next week. Unless gusto mong aircon dito. But if you really don't believe, you don't have to go. But as Christians, we believe in the resurrection, Paul was saying. Because this is the thing that gives us our very own life. I am the resurrection and the life. Imagine when the demons heard this. When Jesus declared, I am the resurrection and the life. Huh? Ano ibig sabihin nun? Or, ah, ano ibig sabihin nun? What's happening? Why? Because their ultimate plan was to what? Nail Jesus in the cross and He'll die on the cross. That was the plan. Kill the Son. We win if we kill the Son. Now, as what I said, this is prequel to what is going to happen days after when Jesus will resurrect. For Jesus, this is it. My last enemy, death. And so He declares, I am the resurrection and the life. Do you believe in this? Ang taong naniniwala may resurrection, ibang buhay. May hope. Malakas ang hope. Malalim ang hope. We can hope because we believe in the resurrection. That's why as Christians, we value life. What we're saying is, that person has hope. There's no hopeless case. Pwedeng tulungan. Kaya. Gawan ng paraan. Why? Because hope resides in us. You cannot look at someone and say, Jared, no hope. I cannot. Though I was tempted. Okay. Right? Imagine if somebody looked at me and said, Yan, batang, tabata ba? Nangungupo yan. Singkit. Hindi ko di disciple yan. Imagine, why would someone invest their life in me? Hope. God can use this person. Hope. When we're sick, why do we pray for healing? Hope. Why do we pray for our nation? Nakailang presidente na tayo? Hope. Not in man, but in God. Resurrection. We believe, we hope as Christians. That's why we believe in the supernatural. We believe in signs and wonders. We believe in healing. There's no such thing as incurable for us. Why? Hope. It's God's business to heal. It's my part to hope in Christ. Hope. Romans 4, assuring us that God will also count us as righteous if we believe in Him, the one who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. Look, the Bible tells us the reason we will be saved is because of the resurrection. If Christ <laughs> rise from the dead, it means, wow, I'm saved. But if He remains dead, useless. Kahit ano pang prayer ko, Lord, come into my life, come into my He won't hear, He's dead. He says, it's the same, I'm made righteous because Christ was raised from the dead. He was handed over to die because of our sins and He was raised to life to make us what? Right with God. He was raised to life so that I could be made right with God. What makes me right with God? My good works? No. 
The resurrection. Because I put my hope in the resurrected Jesus, I am now made right with God because of what He did on the cross for me. Not what I do for Him. I know I keep repeating this almost every week already. But sometimes we just have to put it sometimes in our heart, head and heart. It's not about you. You can never save yourself. It is the resurrection power of Christ that saves us. Our sins were paid in full. And it's legitimate because Jesus rose from the grave. He's alive. So when Jesus said to Martha, Do you believe that I'm the resurrection and the life? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God who is coming into the world. I believe in you. I believe you're the resurrection. But Martha had no idea what Jesus was about to do. Siguro in her mind, Yeah, I believe. I will see Lazarus when I die in heaven. We will see. I believe. I believe what I read. I believe the theology, the doctrines that has been passed on to me. But Jesus was revealing now an ultimate message. Now, when Mary came, so Martha said, I believe. Now Mary came out to where Jesus was and saw him. She fell at his feet saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Same, same line. Imagine mo, no? umiyak sila sa bahay. It's the same line, kundi lang late si Lord, kundi lang late si Lord. Now Mary goes there, weeps, holds to Jesus' feet, and started weeping, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw this, saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come there with her also weeping, everybody was crying, he was deeply moved in his spirit. Lord. You know, he knows he's going to raise Lazarus from the dead. So for sure, hindi siya naiyak na, napatay na yung friend niya. Naiyak siya kasi nakita niya mga, mga kapatid umiyak. He was deeply moved. He was greatly troubled. Two emotions. That's why sometimes you have to read the Bible slowly. Because there's two emotions here. He was deeply moved. May empathy. Naawa siya. Nakiiyak siya. And he was greatly troubled. Now, the word greatly troubled, when you translate it, means bellowing with rage. Galit. So, emotion niya, naiyak siya, pero nagagalit siya. Na-feel niyo na ba yun? Now, when it says greatly troubled, bellowing with rage, ganito yan, no? bellowing with rage. <laughs> may, may kilala kayo ganun magalit? Mas nakakatakot yung mga silent anger, no? <laughs> You bellow with rage, diba? So, ibang iba, no? Bellowing with rage. Yeah. Okay na yung... May iba kasi maingay magalit, diba? Okay na yun. Kasi nalalabas niya. Pero yung nagbelo lang. Okay. Yung iba nagbelo, no? Okay. Bellowing with rage, ma. Okay. Yun yung nakakatakot. Jesus was greatly troubled. Now, you ask, why? Why is Jesus angry? Was it because the women were crying again? Lazarus, what's happening? Why is he mad? And here's the reason why. He was angry at death. This is the very last enemy he's going to confront, death. 
For the wages of sin is what? Death. Sin has caused death. Galit na galit si Lord sa sin that has destroyed so many people, so many families, so many lives of kids and nation because of sin. He bellowed with rage because he knew that this was death. John Calvin said uh, upon reading this text, si Jesus daw, nung alam niya ang kalaban niya, death, para daw siyang isang champion na pupunta sa isang ring, makikipagsundukan. That is what greatly troubled means. I want to defeat this. I'll do whatever it takes. That's why his statements in scripture, very strong. I came here to destroy the works of the devil. His mission was so clear. I came here to die on the cross. Why? Because I am going to destroy the works of the enemy. He would say, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that you might have life and have life to the full. And the only way to do that is to defeat death. Strong words from Jesus. Looks at the disciples and tells the disciples, I've given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. When it comes to fighting sin, Jesus was all business. Ayaw kung nasisira kayo ng kasalanan. Ganon yung passion niya sa atin eh. I don't want sin to destroy because sin has destroyed so many people. And he said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. And the shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus wept. As they were walking, imagine the scene. Best friend niya, Martha, Mary, Lazarus on the tomb. Where did you put him? Everybody was crying. Late ka kasi. Imagine. Late, late. And he wept because he felt Grabing Lord natin, no, empathy. Alam naman niyang mabubuhay si Lazarus, pero nakikiyak siya. Kasi heavy sa kanya, ayaw malungkot ka. Wag, wag ganun. Mabubuhay din niya. Pero hindi din naman intindihan eh. Kahit na sinabi niya, no, I'm the resurrection. <laughs> alam ko, alam ko. Sa langit, magkikita kami. Eh sa isip ni Lord, hindi ngayon magkikita kayo ngayon. <laughs> alam ko, alam ko sa langit. So, oh, sige, makiyak na lang tayo. <laughs> Everybody was crying. Empathy. Very strong virtue that everybody must have. Nararamdaman mo ba yung nararamdaman ng iba? Lagi kang galit. Magkaroon ka naman ng empathy. Tulad ni Lord. Here's how mad Jesus is when it comes to death. 1 Corinthians 15. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. For He must reign. How does He reign? Till He had put all His enemies under His feet. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is what? Death. If I overcome death, I will reign. The enemy has no power. Why? Because the only thing the enemy can do to us, John 10.10, 10, steal, kill, destroy. Jesus said, oh, you steal, kill, and destroy? I'm putting you under my feet. That's why when you read the scripture, sometimes we look at the Bible in a different way, in a false way. Why? We think, if I read my Bible... The bad people will become good. The Bible is not a book to make bad people good. It's a book to make dead people come to life. And you have to see it that way. Preachings like this every Sunday is not so that para maging matinuka. What we're trying to do is to call out what was once dead and make it come alive in Christ. Why? Because the last enemy is death. 
And it is sin that has brought death. So we need to address sin. And how do you address sin? By doing more good works? No way. We cannot do this on our own. We need someone to fight for us. And Jesus was saying, I'm fighting for us. I'm standing for us. I'm defeating death for us. So the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man, John 6, also have kept this man from, John 9, kept this man from dying, diba? Three chapters ago. Yung walang eyeballs, binigyan niya. Kung love niya talaga, dapat hindi na umabot sa ganito. Well, they were walking, imagine. There was a debate, a discussion going on. Then Jesus, deep, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. When you die before and you have a certain amount of money, you can actually get a tomb. Okay? And this was a cave. Okay? And Lazarus was inside. And Jesus said, Take away the stone. Now Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, imagine mo na si Martha, di ba? Siguro mga 40 plus na yan si Martha. Uh, 30 plus. Lord, Lord, baho yan. Okay. Friends to eh. In their mind, imagine, in their mind, ah, Jesus wants to go to the tomb to pay last respects. No, he missed the funeral and the burial. At least go to the tomb. So in their mind, it was like, Okay, now when Jesus said, now move, take away the stone. Oops, oops. Yung coordinator, hindi pwede. No, 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 no. We can't. He's, there will be an order for he has been dead for days. It's going to be smelly. What's the message here? You see, death, may, it stinks. Sin stinks. When there's sin in our life, bahaw, di ba? Sa Tagalog. Very cultural for us. Di ba? Anong ginagawa natin sa bahaw natin? Tinatago natin, di ba? Jesus now confronts the very root of death, which is sin. And confronting sin would be stinky. But He was ready. He was saying, I'll go to the place where it stinks the most, remove the stone, I'm confronting that sin. Someone must confront the sin. But Lord, pag lumabas to ang baho nito, Lord. Diba we live in a shame culture? Ayaw na ayaw natin? Na malaman ng iba yung problema natin? I've heard so many lines, even inside the church. Wag na natin share to. Tayo mag-asawa, may problema. Atin na to, baho natin to. Wag mo kwento sa victory group mo to. Tayo may problema, tayo mag-ayos. Eh, gusto ko sana sabihin, hindi nyo maayos kasi nga kayo yung problema. Kailangan ayusin ni Lord. And are you open to share your stink so that Christ can do something about it? Because if you hide it, it can never be confronted. Jesus said, take away the stone. He was willing to save you where it stinks. And he's saying, I'm ready. I'm going to do something and I will confront that sin by my death on the cross, which was going to happen days after. Why? Why can he do that? Because he's the resurrection and the life. 
Hindi naman deal, big deal kay Lord kung mabaho. Alam naman niya, mabaho yan eh. That's why He's coming. And He wants to transform. And He says, take away the stone. Are you ready to take the stone away and be vulnerable this year? And say, I need help. I need Christ. I need His resurrection. I need His life. Why? My marriage is thinking. My faith is thinking. My health is thinking. My mind thinks I need help. Only if you're willing to remove the stone for Christ to come so that you would experience resurrection power and life. Then, Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? At this point, he looks at the crowd. Now, there might have been hundreds now following him. Okay? Because this is Jesus who did six miracles already. We've been through it the six weeks, right? Pag sinabi kong guest speaker natin si Jesus, week seven, di ba? Mag-invite kayo, no? Pinagkwentuhan natin six weeks. Ito, ito nangyari. Next week, andito siya. You would invite everyone, right? Everybody's there now. They're looking. And Jesus tell them, told them, did I not tell you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? So now they were, oh, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? So, they took away the stone and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Started to pray. Lord, thank you because you are a God who listens to my prayers. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this on account of the people standing around that they may believe that you sent me. This was the dagger. Sa Tagalog, Lord, Salamat dahil nakikinig ka sa panalangin ko. At ako'y nananalangin ngayon para marinig ng mga ayaw makinig. Ako'y nagpaparinig. That I am the resurrection and the life, the one that you've said. This was the same crowd who heard him say, I am the resurrection and the life. And now, the demonstration is about to happen. And he made sure everybody heard. Because this is going to spread. In the last of John 11, the Pharisees heard this and tried to make a way to murder Jesus. Umabot to ng Jerusalem. Bakit? Nagparinig talaga siya. This is my message. I am the resurrection and the life. And I hope you're hearing it now, coming from a Chinese pastor. But I hope you hear the voice of Jesus saying, I am the resurrection. I am the life. I'm the one who can give you hope, who can give you life. Not people, not, not, not your achievements, not what you do for me. That will never give you life. I am the resurrection and the life. But there needs to be a part in us to get out of our sin. That stink, stinking sin, our addiction, our strongholds, our caves, we need to get out and be set free. We've got to grab hold of that life that is found in Christ. And in verse 43, he cried with a loud voice. He says, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out. I want you to imagine this scene. Scholars tell us specifically he called Lazarus. Kasi daw pag sinabi niya, come forth, lahat daw ng patay mabubuhay. Could be. Okay? That's why it was specific. Lazarus, that was the power of his resurrection. What is being shown here? 
When he said Lazarus and it was specific, it was a glimpse of his glory. Ibig sabihin, kaya naman niya talaga lahat ng patay mabubuhay eh. Right? But that will happen according to, as what Martha was saying, it will happen in the resurrection. And how does it happen today? It happens today when we pray for the sick and healing comes. It's a glimpse of what's about to happen in the future of the glory of God. It happens when we pray for the impossible and something happened miraculously. It's a glimpse. Yung mga akala mo, hopeless case, biglang nagbagong buhay, naging kristyano, nagbago marriage, nagbago turnaround. Wow! Paano nangyari yon? It's a glimpse of what's going to happen when Jesus rules and reigns in the whole earth in His fullness and His glory. So for this one, it was a glimpse. Makikita nyo, kaya kong buhayin si Lazarus. Can I heal everyone? Yes. But I'm just giving you a glimpse of what's going to happen in the future. And that's why it's what's only Lazarus. Lazarus come forth, and Lazarus and a dead man came out. And I want you to look at this picture, because we preach this a million times already. And we miss it most of the time. I want you to imagine, huh? Lazarus come forth, a dead man came out. The man who died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips. And his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to the man, to them, unbind him and let him go. Lazarus, come forth. He can't walk. Right? He had to jump. Imagine the picture now. Everybody's amazed. Imagine if this happens today. What will you do? Lazarus, come forth. Hindi, makakalimutan mo cellphone mo. Mapapa-worship. Wow! Kilala ko yan, patay na yan. Ang baho na nga eh. Came alive. But, I want you to see the picture here. Don't miss the picture. He was tied. He's alive. And Jesus now calls out. You look through all the New Testament, you see the pattern. Even when the church was birth in the New Testament. Sabi ni Jesus, unbind him and let him go. It takes others to fully experience the resurrection and the life. You can't do this on your own. You need community. The best thing about Lazarus, Mary and Martha. Friends, connected. They had to unbind him and let him go. Sobrang daming kristyano ngayon, ganun ang itsura. Kaya walang credibility pag nagpipreach ng resurrection. Bakit? Friend, what are you doing? Why? Nobody knows you. You're not in community. You don't have others. It's just you, super Christian, doing everything on your own not being discipled, running away from accountability, running away from community. Yes, you can do that. Yes, I will see you in heaven. But while here on earth, you're going to hop. And you can't move. Why do you need to be unbind? Because when resurrection power comes over our lives, the main goal is not just to save you. 
All of us, we have a mission. Imagine, Monop, but the very purpose of the resurrection is just to save us. You know what would be a good idea? Resurrection power come, bam! Everybody dies and goes to heaven. But no. How come when somebody receives Christ in his life, he doesn't die? He's still alive. But now, as a new creation, with a new mission, to go and make disciples of all nations. Sayang yung power. Pag feeling natin yung resurrection power, ticket lang para makapunta ko ng langit. Pero it takes to be part of community to let others unbind you and loose you so that you can go. The other version, I think New King James, powerful line, loose that man and let him go. Kakita ka ng lalaking nakawala with a mission. It's going to be very fruitful and productive life here on earth. Doing damage in the kingdom of darkness and doing great things for the kingdom of God. The resurrection. The power of the resurrection. God has given you life. Resurrection life. But please, do it in the context of community. Let others unbind you and run with the vision, the call that God has given you today. You've got to lose that man and that woman and let him go and do what God has called him to do. Can we bow down our heads and pray? Lord, we thank you for the life of Lazarus. Lord, the story shows to us you're never late. But you move in your own timeline. That the greater message behind this miracle is not that only God can raise people from the dead. But that Lord, you are the resurrection and the life. And Lord, you want to bring about transformation in me by first making me take away the stone and exposing my stink of sin that causes death in my relationships, in my faith, in my fruitfulness, in my calling. Lord, I pray today, Lord, that we would let you take charge and take control of the thing that causes us to stink because you are coming like a champion wanting to fight death and that you want to put death under your feet. John 10.10, 10, the thief came to steal, to kill and destroy. But Jesus, you came that we might have life and have life abundantly. And Lord, you declared, I am the resurrection and the life. Lord, you want to give this to us today. And so, Lord, we receive your resurrection power. And Lord, I pray that I will be in community from this day on. Make an effort to be in community. Lord, thank you. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcast.